0: we're probably going to cut most of the most of the intro so i think we're only okay. about 30 minutes okay i think we're cool. i think we're like 35 to 40 minutes in so we can um,
1: just cut uh, more of the intro man. <laughs> but,
0: but no I, th- I think we can do it like i i've been um okay so i'll okay so we had homework so if you yes. listen to last week we decided uh nick had the great idea to you know try to pitch sponsors and and talk about it on the on the podcast so nick why don't you go first tell us um tell us about your your homework that you you assigned to us
1: okay so let's i was like let's um yeah let's just go ahead and like hustle and and see where this takes us it's gonna we we pitch the pod we pitch people for sponsorship it's gonna force us to kind of tighten our pitch tighten what the pod's about Tighten the vision a little bit or at least have these discussions, which I think we've had a bunch of already Um, So yeah, my first so the first person I pitched was Samir and Samir is like the owner of Fahrenheit coffee for anyone who lives in Toronto A really good coffee shop. These guys are artisans Um, And my pitch to him wasn't really I didn't really pitch him for sponsorship. Okay, I'm gonna be straight up I didn't really pitch him for sponsorship, but I pitched him to come on the pod and the plan in my head was to bring him on the pod and we do a live pitch. And I was just gonna, and that's just the kind of way operate. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to just kind of go in for the kisser in the beginning. I got, I gotta, like you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work it in slow. You know, I, I gotta build up to that. So I'm hoping we can come on. We're gonna have some good rapport on the pod. Uh, I want to hear his story a little bit, and then I just want to just live ask him about. Um, sponsorship and also like i want to find out if it's a no which is totally cool i want to just see what he would expect or what he would want to see um in return for his money um but my my essential pitch to him was like uh dude me and my buddy we have like this podcast about side projects side hustles and i just want to we just want to hear your story because i think your story is incredibly unique and um i think our listeners would love to hear about it and that's that was kind of all I said to him. And he he's completely into it, really down he, there. He's prepping for a barista competition right now. Uh, but he said like uh, maybe the week of the twenty second we can we can hit it up.
0: And like what 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 was his? I mean he <clears throat> sorry he's a pretty energetic guy. So um, uh like what was his what was the energy like? Was he um was he it, like obviously he's not like gonna be super excited i mean who who the hell cares but was he did he did he genuinely seem interested or was it one of those things where you feel like you're going to go back on the 20th and he's going to be like oh i'm busy like come back in july like how did you like do you think do you think he will do it
1: no he's a stand-up guy he'll 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 do it we've talked about it a few times already um so the first time he kind of gave me like the 30 second story and then um, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm down. Like after this competition, I don't want to commit to anything before then. Um, but he's like, after that, my schedule should be free, and then I don't know, you guys can come by here, or we can go somewhere, and we can just kind of do it.
0: So d- don't you worry though that that's okay. My only worry is that mm-hmm. we, the, the the live pitch is going to be, like you don't want to we don't want to break any trust. So if anything, it's almost like. It can't be a real pitch, I think, on the pod because, to me, it's sort of like asking—you know—it's like when you propose to someone on the jumbotron. Like, you know, like what are they gonna say? Um, so no, no,
1: like I'll I'll tell them straight up. Like we can we don't even have to record this part. But when we sit down and talk, I'm gonna ask him then, and we don't even have to record it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, I want to okay. pitch him. Okay, yeah. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes and sense. It, and I think if it, we do it in person, that would be even. uh that would be even better too.
1: Cause I just want to also let him see what this is about and see what we're about. And, um, yeah, but just, just, I, I think it's, it's better in context too.
0: Okay. You know, I, I love it. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah. You, you messaged me on like Thursday or, yeah. or Friday or something. And, um, so it actually inspired me. So, um, so on my end, I had a really interesting kind of serendipitous, um, um, kind of opportunity to to pitch the pod where I got so someone reached out to me on on Twitter and I'm not going to go I'll talk a little bit about the product but I'm not going to go into like names and details and stuff um just cuz I don't know um I don't know how much other people know that these people are involved with this side project but um so someone reached out to me on Twitter and said hey I you know and this is somebody that I follow, but we've never had an interaction with. But I like, you know, I think she's a a, a great. I, I enjoy following her on Twitter. She's in tech. She's a product manager. She's got great, um, you know. Uh, she I, I like her tweets. Like she legitimately has has good good content to share. So we've interacted just that way. So she messages me and says, Hey, I've got this <laughs> this side project that I've been working on with my with a partner, and um, it's called Open Phone, and it's basically uh you know, a phone line for entrepreneurs. So, you know, if you have a business, it's nine bucks a month, you get text and call, and it's you can you get like a one-eight hundred number. So this is where like things get spooky because I don't know how you you account for all these little things. And again, of course, like you know, we've talked about books, thinking fast and slow, the availability heuristic. It seems like the universe is aligning to give you these opportunities when in fact, it's, think about every day that goes by where one of these things doesn't happen. So when it does happen, your brain kind of tries to make it a bigger deal. But literally three nights before, so that week on maybe Monday or Tuesday, I had thought about getting a 1-800 number from a company called Grasshopper, which Mm. is a very famous kind of old school startup. And, um, And I was shocked to see how expensive it was. So here out of the blue I get an inbound pitch to use a product, nine dollars a month. Honestly, I I I download open phone. I go I mean here I am, I'm gonna pitch it, I'm gonna basically give them a free sponsorship here anyway, which I'll get into in a second. But it's it's got some of the slickest onboarding and it's just one of those experiences that you're like, wow, that was really good. And now I have a one-eight hundred number and I'm getting calls and texts and it's $9 a month unlimited. It's, it's a very, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Mm. And as soon as I was going through it, I was like, Oh my God, they're using the Twilio. They must be using the Twilio API. Mm. Um, Cause I noticed a few limitations. So I texted her back and I was like, are you guys using Twilio? Yes. And I was like, fuck, like, this is so like, why didn't I think of this? Like I've, I've built text messaging apps on top of, of, of Twilio before and, and, and man, like they just did a great job kind of wrapping that API. Mm. Anyway, I was like, you know what? Here they are. They are trying to target entrepreneurs, people. This is a side project for them. So very similar to Samir, um, what I said was, hey, I have this podcast that I do with, um, you know, my buddy Nick, and it's all about, uh, it's called Pencil Problems, and it's a podcast about starting and finishing side projects and the problems that come up in that process. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of my like one sentence pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I said, look, you know, um, it's five hundred dollars to sponsor three episodes, mm-hmm. and I'd love for you to be a sponsor. And you know, I of course I didn't expect her to to bite on that. And she wrote back and just said, like, hey, you know, we don't really like we have no money. We're 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 just starting this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'll listen to the podcast and. Um, you know, it sounds like your audience is, and I was honest with her. I was like, we, you know, I I told her our, our, our stats and that we're, we're growing. And, you know, we started off with five and now we have six and, um, you know, really, uh, and, but then I I had a different idea for a pitch. Now this is a total, you could see it as a cop-out, but I kind of think it might be something to think about. I wanted to get your take on. So I said to her, you know what, how about this? Let's have you on the pod, and we are going to just pretend like you did sponsor us for three episodes. So, you will, you know, um, we're going to pitch the podcast and we're going to pitch, sorry, we're going to pitch open phone for three episodes. And, you know, just tell us what you think of the feedback or traffic or whatever you get from that. And mm. whatever you think that's worth, just pay us whatever you think it's worth. If you think it's worth 10 bucks, give us 10 bucks. If you think it's worth 200 bucks, give mm-hmm. us 200 bucks. Uh, just kind of like, a, you know, like when Radiohead put up their album and said, just pay whatever you pay, whatever you want. It's mm-hmm. uh, so she really, she thought that was a great kind of model, obviously, because she's not committing to anything. <laughs> but, um, but, but I kind of thought to myself, like if, yeah. if the goal, if the goal is to get, really interesting people with with side projects. I keep going back to the the goal we had or one of my goals is to get the um, the uh, Unsplash guys from Montreal. And, you know, they have a thriving consultancy, thriving product, it's, it's going to be just hard to get them on from a timing perspective. And I'm sure they they get offers to be on podcasts and tech things all the time. So I think a way that we could get access to these people where, even though we want to make money and we'd love to, you know, pay at least our costs and and maybe even turn this into something bigger, we're not in a rush and we've kind of we've agreed that we're not doing this for the money. So mm-hmm. I feel like I could, with total confidence, go to Unsplash. Like I think if I went to them with a hard sell and just said like, "Hey, here's our stats," and I'd probably have to like, you know, um, really, you know dress them up and really kind of sell how engaged our audience and really just go full salesperson. Mm -hmm. Maybe I could get like 500 bucks or something like Mm -hmm. that or Mm -hmm. or a thousand bucks or I don't know. Um, Whereas if we went to them with a really value added pitch and say, we have an audience who would, who would absolutely use your product and you know, but we also would love you to come on and talk about your product because That's the whole, that's what pencil problems is. We explore, you know, the starting, finishing side projects and the, and the problems that come up in that process. So, Mm -hmm. um, so let's, we'll kind of tease that you're coming on the show for a couple episodes. We'll bring you on, on that third, last episode and then, um, or maybe we bring them on the first one and then we talk about it for the next two weeks. I don't know what that right mix is. Mm -hmm. And then look, just like, look at your stats and just pay us what you think is fair. And I feel like that's a, I haven't heard of that happening before. Maybe, maybe other people do that, but I think it's kind of a a different way of pricing it. It totally disarms the other person in a very legitimate way. Like I only want sponsors that I really think we can drive value for. So, mm-hmm. um and maybe and- open phone gets nothing and they're like, Hey, honestly, nothing happened with this. That's fine yeah. we at least have a, a great conversation with some resourceful people about their side hustle and maybe um, it, it helps so, us in, in other ways you know
1: couple thoughts I think um, I think this model works for okay it's tricky because I think it, it, when you compare it to Radiohead it's different because they have they have scale like they have a lot of people who can yes. go on, they can donate whatever they want. So you're going to make that money back, no problem, right? Um, versus we have limited spots in a year, right? Unless we bring, I guess, on every episode, which I think we agreed that we weren't going to do. But let's just assume we even did. And we did like 52 episodes then. Um, and I guess, so if you're talking about like doing three and the third one, we bring them on or something. So you're talking about like what, 52 divided by three, right?
0: Mm, that's a good point. Um, okay. I see where you're going with this. So it could
1: work out that at the end of this, you know, we bring on 17 guests and maybe each guest gives us like 50 bucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. It,
1: it, it could very well be. And the other bad part about this is that at the end of it all, we might have just kind of sold out the pod a bit, because at the end of it, it's just gonna—we're gonna essentially be bringing guests on who are product pitching, right? Which we talked about. If we brought guests on, we couldn't make it about that. So uh, we could still good, steer yeah, those conversations. Yeah, you know, we can still steer the conversations, but that's something we have to be really mindful of. Um, um, d- did you listen yeah. to
0: the 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 Masters of Scale podcast, the Reid Hoffman one? Yeah, I listened to a couple of them so i I think that they do a good job where like okay so take take open um take open phone again i I don't think we would even necessarily have to have them on as a full thirty minute interview um although i I totally see what you're saying I, and mm-hmm. i I think that we don't want to um hmm yeah i i, I do i do i do see what you're saying because we don't want it to be about pitching products, but, but, okay. But, but imagine how cool it would be though, if not only were we talking about these pencil problems, these side projects, making them happen. And then all of our sponsors happen to be the results of side projects. Like, wouldn't that kind of be cool too? Like, um, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, like instead of us pitching Casper mattresses or Squarespace or, you know, it's like, we are, Okay, so maybe we don't bring on open phone for 30 minutes and have an in-depth conversation because then it'll feel like this glorified 30-minute product placement pitch or something. But maybe part of the sponsorship is, you know, we say, "Hey, this week we're, you know, brought to you by Open Phone or the whatever, simplest way to blah blah blah." Um, but then every episode we have like a a 2-minute Q&A where we have like you know, hey, like this week we're brought to you by um, um, what's what's the name of your book gonna be? I don't, I
1: don't know yet. Don't don't. Okay, okay, sure. hang on. So yeah. I'll
0: I'll use me, pretend like it's me. So it's like, hey, this week we're brought to you by Able Cells. You know, the the best place to buy your ketones in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, here he, here's Kent talking about one of his pencil problems, and then this is like the sponsor read, and then it cuts to me, my voice, like the the founder being like, oh my god, like I. You know, for the first three months, thought I was going to build my own e-commerce store, and I realized how stupid that was. And um, you know, I Shopify was expensive, but ultimately it was the right decision. And um, you know, and, and then that's it. And then it's like, you know, so when you hmm. need your ketones, you go to Able Sales. All right, back to the show. And then, if I sponsor again the next week, I would talk about another pencil problem like it it could be a fun way to weave sponsors in where you're Mm -hmm. you're you're still hearing their pencil problems and you're getting Mm -hmm. their learnings but you're also learning about the product that there's they're selling so it it feels you you know it's a sponsor but it feels like a a less douchey like like they're one of you like they're they're i don't know does Mm -hmm. that make any sense yeah uh well you're still grounding it around pencil problems
1: and uh yeah there is something there uh i just i just worry that if we, we uh, yeah because like i guess your your pitch is that it was going to be three episodes we're going to talk about it and she's or yeah she would come on for the last episode and it would be a full episode so for her expectation she is like okay i'm coming on for a full episode i'm going to talk about this or if that's how we handle this then um dialing that back to like a quick like Q and A spot of pencil problems that we have like a uh, for ten seconds in the beginning. That's maybe not going to be the same kind of value add that she thought it was going to be. Very good point.
0: Very good point. Maybe yeah, I and, don't know.
1: I I I do I do like the the tightness of those, and you hear those a little bit on like Planet Money or something. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. When, they'll they'll have yeah. like these kind of weaved in, um, and and it's not like casper mattress it has it's not something that has nothing to do with what you're um so like the masters of scale i think does a good job of having very very like you you, like you actually learn something when you're when you're listening to the sponsor read so Mm -hmm. like even the 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 ad is adding value to you as a startup founder if that's why you're listening to to masters of scale and i think Mm -hmm. that it really is the only podcast where I actually look forward to the ad because it's, it's interesting. Like they make it interesting. And I, I think that could be a fun model to, to replicate, you, but you're, but but you're right. Maybe the way I framed it was not the right way with open phone.
1: Have, have you checked out a startup? Uh, it's like, so they basically, I, I only really listened to the season one a lot, but season one, they talked about like how they're starting up like a podcast network. Season two, they were talking, it was like about following, um, I think it was like a dating app that these people were starting. But anyways, at the end of every episode, they end up interviewing someone else who's starting up something. Mm, okay. Uh, is that so is it, similar? Is it that one? Yeah. yeah I think it was, it was that one or it was, oh God, it, it, it was that what it, it might be that part or another one, but basically they're, they're doing that similar thing. And it sounds very, it's, it's nice though because you're, it feels like an ad, but it doesn't at all. It just feels like they're part of the interview for like a quick, like five ten seconds, and then that's it.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. Um, I I see what you're saying though. With um, maybe not maybe not ten seconds, but yeah, maybe thirty seconds. Okay, but like, what if we flipped it? So even with Samir, so what if we brought him on and we didn't talk about sponsorship at all? So mm-hmm. we we bring him on and we find out the the backstory to Fahrenheit Coffee and you know, we just have a really interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards we say, Hey, wasn't that fun? We show him the stats of the of the episode or something. And then we say, why like, why not support us and sponsor, you know, um, we've got these spots available for the rest of the year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because then it would be like, oh, I see though. Then would you feel like Okay, so then imagine two weeks later, we say, this episode is brought to you by Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit's the best espresso in Toronto. Um, if you want to learn more about Fahrenheit, go check out episode number 27, where we talk to Samir, the CEO, and and learn about his pencil problems. Mm-hmm. Does Does that feel like we're going to... Like, does it backfire? Because then it's like, oh, so you only had Samir on because you thought he was going to sponsor you? No, like i uh okay so i i don't really know
1: because we just we haven't we haven't gotten further far enough with the sponsorship stuff yeah, But yeah my my goal with samir to come on is really the sponsorships the pitching thing is just going to be a fun thing to do and but really the the goal of it is to really find out the story and i i, I want to be genuine about that and uh and I, I think it's going to be an interesting story. And, I, and I, I do think we need to dive a little bit deeper on stuff to still make it thematically fit with what we do here um, as like kind of these real intimate conversations. So yeah, I still kind of want to do that. I'm not
0: sure. Oh, yeah. You know, sorry, not to interrupt you, but I, I, just, mm-hmm. I just thought of something. So take Masters of Scale. So they just had Ev Williams on from, you know, Twitter and uh, Medium and stuff. If the sponsor of that show had have been Medium, I wouldn't have enjoyed the episode as much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that so, like thinking back to the, the scenario I just gave with Samir, that could really backfire, I think. So, because if I'm listening to, so if if I believe that Reed Hoffman is creating the Masters of Scale podcast to try to, you know, use his amazing network to give you access to people that nobody else has access to. And, mm-hmm. and, and get their story, which is essentially what that podcast is. If, if I thought that it was a glorified ad for his friends' companies or something like that, then it would kind of lose some of its, its magic. So the yeah. fact that none of his sponsors have anything to do with what he's talking about – well, sorry. Of course they have something to do with his audience. But like maybe if Open Phone is going to sponsor, we would never have them on the podcast – or vice versa. If they're on the podcast, they would never sponsor the podcast. I kind of think a
1: lot of these, they might get sponsorship. It's just, it's under the table. Like you just don't, don't hear about it.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, even just now, like, I mean, um, you know, maybe you're going to go, go download open phone right now. And we're essentially, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the, so so. okay. Maybe going back to the unsplash example, it's kind of goes back to the simple pitch the only reason why you would have a podcast is like, you know, you, or sorry, the only reason why people would entertain coming on as a guest because you have s- clearly some kind of audience. Maybe you have something indirectly to sell, whether it's an idea, an app, um, a service and a book or, and then you're coming on, even if you never mention what you're selling it gains interest. You're like, wow, that person was really thoughtful. I'm going to go look at their Twitter. I'm going to go look at their website and then, oh, they have a book coming out. Like that's kind of the whole, you know, um, Mm -hmm. it goes right back to the whole kind of late night TV show. Like, you know, you're, you're plugging something. And, but, but at the same time that kind of feels, I don't think Mm -hmm. that kind of feels good too. You know, I don't know.
1: Maybe we just bring people on and just have, genuine, honest conversations and that's it. But we don't, we don't do like a proper sponsor, but we ask them maybe at the end of it, like, Hey, is this, if if this helps your business and you can donate whatever you want, but we're not going to talk about it on the pod, we're just going to, I just want to hear your story. That's the goal of bringing you on.
0: Well, but, but they'll inadvertently talk something about their product because right?
1: No, no, they will, but we're going to kind of steer the conversation to be more about the pencil problems.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. I like that. And that's sort of the spirit I was trying to go for where it's like, let's just have a conversation about why you decided to start this. Cause when you find out who these people are, who did it, like they're busy people. They're not people mm-hmm. who, who are like sitting trying to like, they have jobs and um, are, you know, they're, they're busy people. <laughs> so <laughs> It's Not like, sure. if you like, 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 why are you doing this? Like, why did you decide to do this? Why this idea? Like what, what stopped you? Like, um, and just diving into the pencils. Yeah. Then if they, if they have a good experience, they can donate or something like that. And, um, and again, come to think about it, maybe that's why you want the like Squarespace and stamps.com and Casper, mm-hmm. the people who believe in podcast advertising, because it, it kind of it, it keeps you clean in that you're you're just advertising stuff that people would want to use but it's not it doesn't feel like it's pay for play. Because I feel like that would totally kill any and that's not what we want to do. Like that's not what that's not what I want to do. So mm-hmm. and I know you don't either. Like we kind of establish that where we don't want people to come on and just pitch their product.
1: Yeah. Um another option, okay, is we just bring guests on. We just talk to them, interview them. Cause I, okay. What I do like about, um, you know, like about the option of guests is that I feel comfortable reaching out to anybody and just saying like, this is what we're about. We just love to hear a story. And it's like a genuine, honest ask. And there's no other ill intentions or kind of other motives, ulterior motives or anything else. It's just like, yeah, I just want to hear your story and that's it. And I feel like, we can get a lot of different people and interesting people. It's going to definitely help the growth of everything, but we just have honest conversations. And yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I, then, I totally. I like that. Yeah. Sorry. But go then out. maybe
1: on our, on our pod, we just ask our guests to donate whatever they want to donate.
0: Well, I mean, so I I was talking to a friend who said, "Well, why don't you guys do Patreon?" Right. Yeah. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it's just a pure interaction. If you, if we are adding enough value to you and Mm -hmm. you want to give us a buck, then great. Then, and, and I'm, I love the clean, like I love the cleanly, the moral cleanliness of that, where Mm -hmm. it feels Mm -hmm. very authentic and it might take us six years to get to a place where we could even consider doing this full time, but Mm -hmm that to me feels like the right move versus and you know what even as i'm thinking about how i handled the the open phone uh like yeah it kind of maybe it kind of backfired already where um i genuinely liked the product i had a very interesting conversation with the founder i pitched the i pitched the podcast to her before i talked about sponsorship because i found out this was a side project and now i'm worried that she's going to like in her mind she's like, Oh, okay, he pitched this podcast because he wants me to sponsor it. And but that actually wasn't the intention. It was like mm-hmm. No, I think I'd love to know what you think about this. Like here here's something I'm doing. Here's my side project. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Um and I want that to be a clean interaction versus um, oh, he he only put this in front of me because he, he wants me to sponsor it. You know what I'm saying? Hmm yeah no no it's yeah and
1: uh maybe maybe this was my my fault for pushing like let's just try to get some sponsors and like try to pitch this
0: but i don't know it's also good forward a lot of this unpacking right no me too no no i think the the experiment was a success and that it i think this conversation is sort of the fruit of that like maybe we we um yeah i'm not saying we have to do it this week but maybe we do a like a, a patreon and then we just have a section of the pod like you know, where we say, here's, here's how you can support the podcast. It's very, um, and and it's just clean. It's like, we're not, we're not going to be influenced or whatever by like, we, we never want our guests to be dictated by how much money they're going to pay us to be on this podcast. That's not the spirit of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then you see what happens. Yeah. Um,
1: I kind of, maybe the Patreon option isn't bad. It keeps our, what we're doing very authentic. It doesn't muddle it. It doesn't bring in, because if we start thinking about the sponsorship route and they come on, it's automatically going to, our conversations are going to steer that way a little bit. It's going to feel a little grimy, even though we don't want it to feel yeah. uh, feel that way. I, I agree. So if, if we remove all that, we just kind of uh, have honest conversations. We reach out to a lot of people we reach out to like exactly what we talked about before about talking to close friends or people we know or interesting people and just talk about kind of more in-depth, intimate conversations about pencil problems or just their, their side hustles, what they're doing. Um, not product pitches, but very honest conversations. And then we put it on Patreon and then we just see like we, we just, yeah, we just, we just see, but it's also, what's also nice about it is that if it's on Patreon, it's also nice for us. We can growth hack this or pitch this or market this Patreon site. Um, And they're, they're two separate things. It's like business. Right. And then there's just the product itself.
0: But, but I think if we go the Patreon route, we want it to be mm-hmm. pretty like when you say growth hack, like I think we want it to be pretty clean in that it, it's pretty simple. It's like,
1: yeah um, sorry
0: maybe though no, I, I should have said market that, that wasn't the right word but yeah it's just yeah. like hey like if you like what we're doing like go to this website and you can find out how to support us um but you you never have to like we're going to keep doing this whether you support us or not and mm. you know maybe we do what some of these other people do where we i don't know and again we, i we have delusions of grandeur here like this works when you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of people with really interesting content and then you can do like a special episode where you only release that to your patreon subscribers or something i don't think we're even close to that yet Mm -hmm. um anyway okay I, i mean i i think the i think the experiment worked and i'm kind of even in this conversation sold on i think the way i handled it was not the right idea even though i think it came from the right place where it's essentially patreon where it's like just give us what you think is fair like whatever you want you can give us one dollar you can give us a hundred dollars like whatever you Mm -hmm. think this is worth to you just that's it um but and maybe it's even too soon to do that maybe we need to get a hundred of these under our belts before we um oh sorry just if you want to really feel bad about this yeah. Tim Ferris has a podcast called How to Start a Podcast or something like that. Okay. It's one of his newer ones. And oh my god. Like he's the more I listen to that guy, I don't know. I'm I'm kinda of worried he's like I think he I think he just I think he humble brags a lot, or at least that's the impression I get sometimes. <sighs> and um it it just and maybe I'm just sensitive because we're starting A podcast and when you hear the numbers that he starts throwing around and I look at our stats I'm like oh my god like we are we are not even
1: yeah but it's not even a fair comparison like his audience his following is massive
0: I know but then it's like why would you even make this like and again maybe a lot of the people he has listening to him are are in that class but he's almost talking like it's normal to be having hundreds of thousands of people download your podcast and I'm like Oh man! Like what? Like anyway, I I think it's a yeah. good listen because it it'll yeah. there are some interesting pieces of it, but um, it was definitely humbling. From a um, oh okay, wow, no, that we're 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 not there yet.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> in 000, general, well, hundred thousand listeners. Well, no, like I can't remember now what sort of set me off, but he, he his thing was basically like you don't want to even talk to a sponsor. Until you can consistently get 100,000 downloads an episode.
1: Okay. Um, but, you know, the way normally, normal sponsorship on podcasts work, it's kind of like, you know, you you pay for like three months worth of ads or four months worth of ads and you're paying like $50,000.
0: Exactly, yeah, because it's like CPM based.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, and so in that way, in the traditional model, yeah, I completely agree um i i don't know a hundred thousand still seems like a crazy amount just based off where we are right now but <laughs> um you know what like it's not our numbers aren't terrible though like my my i have a couple coworkers. You you met cindy today when she she's the one who conducted the interview with you that's right yeah what's up cindy if you're um, listening yeah she she started a youtube channel with um uh a, <laughs> a developer on our team and uh Shit, I forgot what it's called. Uh, they're gonna kill me. Damn it. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even I wasn't thinking about plugging, but now I'm like, uh hold on, give me a second. Give me a second, I gotta plug this. No problem. Uh fuck. You know what I hate how there's like a million slack channels. Like, how oh, do you how does anyone
0: keep up? Can, can we have a whole conversation where I just shit on Slack for, for an hour? It's too much. It's the worst. I hate Slack. It's it's the if 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 this is like communication nirvana, we're all fucked.
1: Oh, this is terrible. Oh, okay. Uh, it's basically called um game splaining. So it's like a YouTube channel called Game Game Splaining. Um, where Nick is this? Uh, he's a hard, he's a pretty serious gamer. Uh, and he plays a game. Cindy doesn't know the game. She doesn't know what this is, and she's just trying to explain it um but she, she it's, it's pretty funny it's, it's pretty funny um but you know they they just started this recently and they have like i don't know like 20 views on like a video and i'm like okay so we have a lot more than that uh we don't even do videos we do like podcasts which are the, the funnel to get to that's even a little bit harder um so i'm like you know it, it's the stuff this stuff takes time like even like Tim Paris, Like he's been at this kind of audience building game for like a decade.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, and and that's where I think more than a decade. Yeah, yeah, I think probably more. And I and I think what it what it reminded me of though is if we if we go back to the original episode and we really think about why are we doing this, it's it's for us, right? And it's Mm. it's for us and for and what we found is that people seem to feel like when we connect and, and get on a topic, other people feel welcomed in that conversation, which is the, the consistent feedback we seem to get from people that mm-hmm. you and I have an honest conversation, and when other people listen to it, it feels like they're also in the conversation. and yeah. and again, I still when I say that out loud, I worry about um, I worry about guests because I think that no matter how cool it's going to be with Samir, like, okay, so now we can... Let me paint another picture for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, shit, as I knock down my pop filter, because uh, I talk with my hands. Um So now imagine we go down the Patreon route, okay? and we throw away the notion of sponsorship. We don't want Casper money. We don't give a fuck. We, we continue to hone our... um our our side projects through having these conversations, we we get questions from listeners. We we help them work through their problems. We talk about them here. We give them our two cents. We um like, and we we sort of know that we're going to be at this for however long our projects or whatever is going to take three or four years, and maybe like we don't need to worry about building this podcast from us from a guest perspective because. We're just doing our thing. And mm-hmm. if people like it, they're going to support us. And we're going to know within a year whether or not anybody likes it if we have no Patreon contributions. So, um, like, I, I still just worry that the guest thing and, – and again, I'm, I'm shooting it down before we've tried it. We, we're going to try it. We have to try it. But yeah. I'm, I'll be very curious if it, if we can keep this authenticity with a guest.
1: I don't know. And, okay, so my my answer to that would be maybe we see how the conversation goes, and if it becomes kind of surface, we cut it after we keep it to like twenty minutes, and we just cut the conversation. Yeah, like you you're, we're like we're gonna find out quite quickly in the conversation if it's gonna be surface or it's gonna be deep, and I think we can get there in the first like f- five minutes.
0: Well, okay, hang on though. Let me let me throw this one. Mm-hmm. What if we revive this idea though? Of okay, let's say that we sit down for a very focused interview with with the and again, Samir is going to be an experiment. But let's okay, let's try on the idea of it would be a sponsorship again. So, yeah. but keeping in spirit of in my head, I'm I just keep coming back to this this master of scale model. You seem to have another one that you that you like the, the startup one mm-hmm. where we interview Samir about his pencil problems and the, but it is a sponsorship. And we then for the, for the three or four episodes that he books with us, we tease out the clips of that interview where he does, you know, talk about his pencil problems, but it's more of a Q and a kind of a, a thing you learn a little bit more about the business. We can pitch it to him that, look, this is better than you putting a flyer up saying, drink, drink Fahrenheit coffee or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, People can make a connection with you. They can learn about what makes you tick, why you started this thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it actually, it is the sponsorship, but it's a, it's a unique sponsorship where they are actually a guest, but, but that is the sponsorship. Like they'd have to pay us for that. Um, like so, Sorry, than
1: so, just so, we do so we do a Q and A, Q&A and then we slowly release parts of the Q and A
0: per episode, and that that is the sponsorship read. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so I imagine it would be like, you know, this week's brought to you by Fahrenheit. Um, let, let, let let's cut to Samir telling us a little bit about some of the problems he had when when he started, and then it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, we cut to him talking for a minute and a half about, and then we can be like. Um you know you know, stay tuned for the end of the episode where um I, I don't know. I'm just yeah. like spitballing here. But yeah. then, then we could still have the um uh no, nah, I don't know if I like that. That if nah. you
1: if you listen to uh how I built this, I think they do that exactly. Oh yeah? Okay, I'll check yeah. that out. Uh and they they do they do it quite well. Um I guess it's almost like like do we almost have to have a line in the sand of like are we making are we going to try to make money are we going to try to make this a profitable thing or are we going to keep doing this for the sake of doing it and i think I, yeah yeah
0: oh go ahead no no you go first i'm
1: okay not making money on this and i'm okay not making money on this because i think unless we're making large scale money which we don't have the audience for it doesn't really make a difference. Agreed. I, in some so, it, in some yeah. ways, it validates it for us that it legitimizes things a little bit. But at the end of the day, if we get let's just let's just say we, we did like five hundred dollars for three episodes. We do four episodes in a month, right? So let's just say even say we got a thousand dollars a month. It would be it'd be nice to get an extra five hundred dollars a month. But it's not gonna it's not gonna change my world.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I would much rather be able to look back in five years. So the way I see it is that the value, if if we're being, if we're thinking about it as like the rational actor, selfish kind of um, model, it's like by talking through these issues we're having with your book, with Able Cells, mm-hmm. we are that that's actually where we're making our our money, like. Mm-hmm. You're gonna tell me something about able cells, or I'm gonna have a revelation as I'm talking through these problems on the podcast. I'm gonna go implement that, and I'm gonna go, you know, make an extra whatever thousand dollars a month or something like that. You're going to have a better book launch, or you're gonna have a better um, pitch to a a book person or, or something like that. Or our guests are going to, uh, sorry, not our um our listeners who want us to win, who are invested in in us and are we're engaging with them and and we're asking questions they're asking questions they might just send us something like hey I Nick I I know a book agent like do you want me to make an introduction mm. like that's almost yeah. our payment where it's like the community um and and us just talking about our problems is our is a kind of our payment and I would much rather look back 3 years from now where mm. you have a thriving you know writing parenting career um maybe i'm i don't know i've sold able cells to um you know some i don't I'll know buy uh, supplements man yeah exactly like some exactly i like i yeah. sold it and now i'm trying something else or i'm uh and we have like even i don't know 500 people who give us a dollar a month or two dollars a month out of their own pocket with no strings attached no strong arming no sponsorship bias like these are just people who are buying us a virtual coffee every month like that to me feels like i could be really i'd be much more proud of that than like trying to you know get 500 bucks or a thousand bucks from open phone
1: yeah and um I, those I think like Jason, our Sego's like CEO, he brought this up to me before. Cause we are talking about, um, kind of like time scales of where people need to be thinking. And, you know, for someone like him, he needs to be thinking like a few years out, like what's Sego going to be in like, say five years from now or something. Right. Um, someone for me, you know, I need to be at least looking like at least like a few months out at the very least, you know what I mean? And there's, other people who are just executing, like right now, right now on things that we're, we're we're doing at the moment, who need to be thinking like, like maybe a week out or a couple days out, um, and it's just there. Everyone just plays different roles in it, but it's almost like you, depending on like what you're you're, you're doing, you have to have these different kind of like uh time that you're you're operating in, and I think especially for someone like, you know, for Jason, or this also came up when I was reading about like uh, Patagonia. Uh, I forgot this, the new CEO's name, but she basically thinks 30 years out. So what is wow. Patagonia going to be in 30, 30 years from now? And the decisions that she makes are based off of that timescale.
0: Wow. So that's, <laughs> I can't even imagine that.
1: Yeah. So you're not, you're definitely not making any decisions that are very kind of short sighted. Right. Um, because, and there's a lot of that stuff and, um, you know, they could easily make quick bucks on things right now or quick bucks on things for the next five years, but it might erode the brand equity that in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years, they're going to be kind of kicking themselves for having done that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there was, uh, they were making like a big stand against, um, I think like Trump passed a bill that was basically going to eat, eat into a lot of the, a lot of wildlife uh area like a reserve area and they were gonna do commercial building on on that and they basically took a stand saying like this is this is horrible and they had all this marketing around opposing this but their stance is really like they're they want to leave the world a better place than when they left it leave the world better place than when they kind of came into it right um but the decisions that they make are are, are are that huge of a time scale. So it's even like in the pod, like maybe we're not talking 30 year time scale here, but, you know, even like five years from now, like what, what the decisions we make now are going to dictate where where things are, how we're going to see this in five years. And uh, that's just like an interesting way of, I think, approaching it or seeing it. So in some ways, the sponsorship money, I think, is very short sighted. Um, I was kind of really into it for a bit because I thought it would be fun to pitch people, but in, like looking at it objectively, I do think it's very short-sighted um, because it just shifts the whole pod in a very different direction, and I think it loses all the integrity that it was built on.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm with you 100%, and I, I feel like... It's funny. I feel like if, I, if we went back and listened to last week's, we were mm-hmm. so excited about this. We had this very different energy, but there's something... And again, I think what I really respect about our relationship and about these conversations is that we can change our minds on things. And I and I've I've seen you change your mind on things. I changed my mind on things quite definitively because we just, <laughs> but 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 there's no shame in that. Like it's like yeah. we we tried something. We've thought about it. We have a different perspective now, and we're not saying we're we're married to one viewpoint. We could maybe you know it could change again, but i have a i don't know how to explain it other than like listening to what you just said i felt a almost like a a weight lift off my shoulders if that makes sense like i feel at peace with the idea that we can try to build a community for the right reasons that we would love a, a network of people trying to help each other get these projects done or even just to be a uh, either a, a critic or a motivator, depending on what you need in that moment. Um, that we could have people decide to support us without feeling like we we need it slash are being like twisting them to do it. Like there's no there's no hacking, there's no persuasion, there's no psychology. It's just like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, and um, yeah, if you want to support us, here's how you can here's how you can do that. Um mm-hmm. and thinking 5 years out from now, I feel like if we have that attitude, we again it comes right back to really one of the things you taught me around the the 1000 true fans. Like that's actually my goal for able Cells. So my my year goal for 2018 is to just have a 1000 uh repeat customers. So mm-hmm. um and to me, that is how I'm going to judge like a true fan is like if you've bought from me twice, mm-hmm. um, which is probably not even that's probably still being a little too generous. But like that feels so much better than trying to. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm totally sold on this. Um, I'm not going to be asking people for 500 bucks.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> are you you gonna are you gonna email that lady and apologize not apologize but kind of like uh walk walk it back a bit 100 percent. i'll probably do it tonight (laughs) (laughs) but you know what you can just tell her we've essentially pitched pitched her product here at no cost and it's we're you know and it fit our conversation
0: yeah no i i agreed agreed and i think that um uh i'm sure that'll happen again and again as we as we have you know better stuff, but um, Ken, show, uh,
1: show show it out one one more time, man. Where's where 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 can we find find this service?
0: So you if you okay, so you, you got an iPhone, right? I mean, yeah. okay, you you have an Android phone, but you can ju- you can sign up for the waiting list if you're on Android. So you go to OpenPhone dot co, I think dot co, openphone.co and truthfully, even from your perspective as a product person, I dare you to to pick apart this onboarding it's it's a I normally have a lot of criticism of onboarding or I have a lot of uh ideas around how to make something better Mm -hmm. and whether they're whether they're good or not is up for debate Mm -hmm. but I have opinions and I went through it trying to like be smart and show this person that I was worth my salt and I was just like I I don't know what to say like this I feel like I'm going to go out there and say it like this is for for me, who have used shitty one eight hundred systems before with my old business, like where I got it from, like Bell, I've used Grasshopper before. This actually feels like a ten x improvement. It's like one of those things where I'm like, like, where has this been all my life? And um, yeah. So, so I, I got I,
1: I got I got some immediate beef with you guys because um, <laughs> I'm on Android. I have to sign up on our on the wait list. God damn. Android. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's what you get. You
0: know, dude. This is
1: this is when we talked about when I talked about switching switching over. I didn't realize how how like late I get apps now on Android. It sucks. It's really annoying. But as a developer, I totally get it. Yeah. And we used to do this too because it just it's annoying to build on to build stuff for Android.
0: Well, because you have so many different screens and distribution. and, it's just, like, and, and it's just like all these and,
1: all these different devices and you gotta test yeah, across all these devices yeah, and yeah. it's it's a giant headache to do this um uh, so i am you know what i'm gonna go on my ipad later i'm gonna sign up for this and i'm gonna play with the onboarding
0: and i'll tell you what if anyone's listening and you want to give this a call just give uh give one eight eight three zero four one three five nine. 304 1359 just give it a call and you can uh can have a little conversation with yours truly. That's uh 1888 304 1359. You can even right. text it if you want. You can text the one 800 number. Like that's pretty cool. It's uh so how I'm actually implementing this is I have ads now. So Google has a, a, a new ad word type where you can accept a phone call, which would be very annoying, or a text message. So um I'm going to, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to buy some of these ads. And from what I hear, they work pretty well as long as you're willing to respond in in real time. So if someone's looking at the ad and they're they're kind of not sure, they can ask a question and then you can respond to them right away. And they're like, oh my God, someone's responding to my, like, this is an ad and I'm getting a response back from a human. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I mean, realistically with the day job, there's no way I'm actually going to keep that up, but if I see that I'm getting bites from it, I would try to find a way to get someone to do this for me or something. So, um,
1: mm. yeah. oh, this is this is really cool. I'm watching their kind of video right now that they have on their website. Interesting. Yeah, are you, so, are you using this for able
0: cells? I am. Yep. Nice. Um, well, sir, I think we I yeah. think we got to button this one up. We went over. We you know what? I think we'll keep it respectable in that I'm. I'm going to just cut out most of the intro where we, um, I'm going to cut out most of the intro. Dude, cut out the intro and
1: maybe even our product updates, you can cut that. We can, or we can cut it and save it for a second episode.
0: Oh, that's a good point.
1: Do you want to make this one
0: like, you want to make it just about, wow, but people like the product updates. People like hearing us talk about that stuff, but maybe we just cut it to.
1: You what we could do is just we can just cut it and just do two episodes. But we can we can just release them like one one today, one on like Monday or something.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, actually, um, and and actually for homework for you, okay. can you listen to that Tim Ferris, um, that um that that podcast one? Because there are some interesting things that. Okay. Uh, I don't think we need to talk about it on the podcast, but I'd like to like, there's some interesting things on that. And then what should I do for homework? Um, I feel like you said something. You can check out how I built this
1: really good. Um, I think that's what you're talking about when they kind of do the, uh, they
0: Oh right, like, the, the, like the Q and they, 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 A yeah. Yeah, and
1: they embed it. It's, just, it's, done, it's done really well. Um, and the other bit of homework, I guess is, uh, I need to put together. I'm gonna to put together a bit of a script or some questions I want to ask Amir. I want to kind of just drive the conversation a little bit. Um, so that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, the other thing, dude, is um, that pitch I put together, that kind of medium post.
0: Oh gosh, yes, yes, yes. That's it. I'm gonna um, post
1: that at some point. Okay, Go I'm gonna uh, edit that for you because I, I think it would just get to put it up. Okay, and uh, read month nine, no, man. Give me,
0: tell me what you think. Will do. All right, dude. All right. Thanks, dude. Button it up. All right. All right. Have a good night. Peace. Bye.